Palace, your place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host, and I'm representing our wonderful Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut, where we're pleased to bring you all kinds of wonderful entertainment. 15 years, we're celebrating our 15th anniversary, and we're still entertaining new possibilities. We've got a fabulous lineup of shows coming this year. Some of them we'll talk about in a bit, um, but one of the big reasons we're broadcasting live this morning is we're here at the Osier Lifelong Learning Institute Open House at UConn Waterbury, and with us this morning is Fiona DeMero, the director. So welcome, Fiona. Thank you, Sherry. It's lovely to be with you again. <laughs> oh, I love the way you sound. It's lovely <laughs> to be with you as well. <laughs> um, but the reason why we are, are here is because we do so much. We collaborate a lot with Ollie. But for those who might be just listening for the first time and not say, what is Ollie? What is this? Can you tell our listeners what Ollie is? Sure. Um, Ollie, which is the OSHA Lifelong Learning Institute, is um, a learning program for older adults, and by that we mean anybody 50 or over, so that's most of us, that's certainly me. Um, and we provide quality learning and social experiences for anybody who wants to join. So we do um, everything from history classes to art to astronomy, and we also have a lot of um, different social activities. We have travel clubs, we have photography clubs, so we hope that there's something for everyone. And today, with the open house, the point is to encourage people to come down today and find out what's being offered. Absolutely. We have our open house today. Um, we're very excited to have keynote speakers, the three amigos. Um, some of you may have heard of them, um, Rabbi Eric and Father Joe and Imam Ghazmed. And they're going to be talking about um, interfaith um, interfaith discussions, um, and really it's all about unity and realizing that all of us, you know, we're diverse, but we all want the same thing. So we're very excited about that. That's starting at 10.15. But really our open house is a chance for everyone just to come down and meet us, find out what's going on at Ali, and um, hear more about our full semester, which starts on September 3rd. You know, I, I, when I first heard about Ollie here at UConn Waterbury, I said, this is such a fabulous idea. And of course, at that point, which is about 15 years ago now, I was, I was eligible pretty much for Ollie membership. And, um, and I, I just think that we're seeing more and more of uh, us of a certain generation. We're living longer. We're looking for ways to stay stimulated, engage, give back in many ways, and Ali covers all those bases, so I think it's a wonderful program. And with us this morning, um, besides yourself, Fiona, I'd like to give an opportunity for a couple of your members who are seated here. We have Joan Terry and Tim Paget. so welcome to your palace, your place. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, Joan, you um, are an Ali member. Yes. Now, how did you come, what, what drew you to Ali? What was, you know, how did you get in, engaged? I've been a member for over 10 years, and we were new to the area, area Sherry. My husband was still working. Uh, he was a city editor at the local um, Pub Republican American. I was not working. I was retired. We didn't know anybody here. Our children were grown. And one day he brought home the brochure that he'd gotten uh, at work, and it said, he said, I think you might enjoy this, taking classes. And Sherry, honestly, it was a blessing. It was a lifesaver for me. I've enjoyed taking so many classes, meeting so many wonderful people. It was a social network. What uh, was the first class? Do you remember that you took? 
Yes, uh, I met um, the person who taught history here at the open house. Okay. And I signed up immediately, and I took a, I, I have a, a, a very poor memory, and so I didn't take history very often because I couldn't uh, recall things easily. And taking a class, not having to have a test, it was joyous, it was wonderful, and I have taken so many that I've enjoyed. That is, that is the best statement anybody could make about Ali because it's staying um, – curious about the world around Absolutely. us and there's so much to learn and and just know about and that's what Ollie does like nobody else and we should give credit Ollie was started by a gentleman named Ozier a philanthropist who um, has created these programs all across the country which he's in his 90s now I believe and and I just think, God bless him. Because- I wanted to give a shout out to him. He Bernard Osher had the foresight to go and figure out that older people want to still learn. Absolutely. And having classes with no tests was the way to go. And. Uh- Joan, thank you so much. And now we're going to turn the mic over a little bit to um, your colleague, uh, your your fellow Ollieite. I call them Ollieites. Do you like that? Is that what you call them? Uh, Ollieites. I think it makes perfect sense. Tim Padgett, welcome to your Palisher Place. Thank you. Good morning. You're welcome. Now, you serve many roles here. You are a member, but you're also the co-chair of the membership committee. That's correct. Okay. And so how did you get involved? Uh, I actually got invited to come down here and teach. Um, I started off by teaching photography. Oh. And now I also do a beginner's course in computers. Oh, you know, I'm telling you, I made that recommendation years ago, so I'm taking credit for that. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, to your your previous colleague that um, started the program, I think I said, you know, there's so many in this um, generation who we don't have the facility that our younger, you know, um, our children, our grandchildren have. And so, you know, just... Some of the basics, I know some of my younger colleagues would look at me, and they still do probably, askance when I go, I don't know how to do that. You know? But so helping us stay up um, on technology oh, that exactly. changes by the minute. Yes, it does. I don't know why, but and uh, could somebody explain to me, Tim, why we don't have a TV that you just push the on and off button for? <laughs> Where did that go? You know, It went but, out ages ago. <laughs> At the same time that the remote came in. So, so, you're, so you're teaching classes. What are you teaching this coming semester? Uh, I'm actually st- uh, teaching a darkroom class, going back to the days of film. Oh, nice. Wow. So you're very diverse. You have a lot to offer. And what, what this speaks to, to me, Fiona, and I'm a, I want to segue back to you for a second, people over a lifetime bring lots of skills and talents and energies that they want to share and they can share. And I think, well, that's one of the beauties of Ollie. You have people who have been in industry, who have been in uh, so many fields, um, who have been dancers and, and can bring those talents. Am I, am I right about that? Absolutely. And I, I think another wonderful thing for, for our instructors is they may have had a career in, you know, biochemistry, but their passion was always English literature. So they get to teach their passion here. And some of them, you know, a, a lot of our instructors are, 
are teachers, but a lot weren't teachers, but they've always had a desire to teach. This is the place that they can do it. We are very open to new ideas. Somebody, you know, Tim came up with the idea for a dark room. We can say, sure, that sounds great. Go for it. Yeah, that's wonderful. And so it's a place where you can really kind of bring to fruition some of the passions you've had. And you're certainly meeting new people. And one of the things that, one of the reasons we collaborate um, besides the obvious but I mean we obviously you have a uh, over 70 towns coming from all over Connecticut people from 70 towns coming to these classes and as the Palace Theater we love to collaborate and offer special discounts to your members and things of that nature because that's our core audience that's somebody who loves loves um, theater and so it's a it's a mutual and a, a natural um, collaboration but the other reason we're um, collaborating this year, and I want to thank you, because you really supported our idea initially to, to create our second act series, which is a storyteller series um, with regular folk doing some extraordinary things in the second acts of their life. And so this year you came on as a sponsor to help support it, and that is so appreciated. And our listeners should know this, some of our presenters in this past season are now Ollie instructors. So I just, I yeah. love that. I love that you, you know, every once in a while you'll send me an email and say, you got to take this person as an instructor. And, uh, and that's wonderful. And I think it's a real good, it's a great example of the collaboration between us and between a lot of the nonprofits and arts and culture around town. We really support each other and we Absolutely. all really want to grow. And I think collaboration is one of the best ways to do that. I'm going to mention really quickly that registration for our full semester starts on Monday, July 29th. Um, if anybody doesn't have um, a catalog in their hand, they can go to ollie.ucon.edu, so O-L-L-I.ucon.edu, and you can find all the information you need about registering, you can see what classes are available, and you can always give us a call at 203-236-9924. We'll be happy to help. And you're going to get to hear that lovely voice that Fiona has. I just love her accent. And um, I want to thank you both for being here. I know you have other things to get to this morning. And Fiona, you have duties to get your um, open house underway. So I want to thank you very much. We're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to be back and talking about um, some other supporters of our second act series. So stay tuned. And we're back with Your Palace, Your Place. I'm your host, Jerry Marcucci, and you're listening to us over WATR 1320 AM. And I should let you know that after um, today, this broadcast will be available as a podcast. So whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, look for us at Your Palace, Your Place. Back now, and I'm here to welcome um, someone who has been a huge supporter of the Palace Theater for 15 years, I believe, since we've reopened, is Randy Bellamere. So welcome, Randy. Thank you, Sherry. It's my pleasure. Well, we love the Palace. I know you do, and we love people who love the Palace. I mean, it's, it's, it is such a jewel, and it's such an asset to our community, our greater Waterbury community. So um, we appreciate your, your loyalty and support all these years. But you're here with a different hat, a little bit of a different hat on this morning. I because am. you're also the vice president at, no, you're not the vice president. No. I'm giving you a promotion. That's okay. I would love, <laughs> no, no. I am the senior director of community relations. Okay, senior director of community relations. Correct. But she should be vice president. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. um, Senior Director of Community Relations at the Village at East Farms, Correct. which is a wonderful, wonderful facility um, that um, helps us as we age. And I would like you, and the reason I've invited you here is because the Village at East Farms this year was very gracious in saying, yes, we will support your second act series as a sponsor. So we thank you. You're uh, brand new with us, and it's so important. And I think it's a natural um, t link to what second act is about and what the village is doing. So tell our listeners, I mean, some of us, you know, we know Village at East Farms. I think you've done an awesome job at branding the name. But tell us the, the full breadth of what you do. Sure. Well, the Village at East Farms is actually part of Benchmark Senior Living, which is based out of Massachusetts. Um, the owner is Tom Grape, who's actually from here in Connecticut, in Fairfield, Connecticut. Oh. Um, the Village has been open since um, 1998, and we offer assisted living and memory care, and we have many, many residents from the Waterbury area, and it, it's just such a pleasure. So we're able to provide them with, um, you know, all kinds of things, such as, you know, 24-hour care, nursing, doctors, and we also help support the both of the hospitals. We have uh, medical um, services from St. Mary's and Waterbury Hospital right at the village. Oh, yes. So, so can now you have kind of two? Do you have two separate? Um, we do. We have okay. two, two separate communities yes. at the village. One yes. is our memory care, which we actually are, um, we specialize in memory care. And we have our assisted living, which is more for people that just need, you know, a little bit of help. It may okay. be help with um, daily you know, their, functions, their daily functions or medications. They, you know, some of our residents have things like macular degeneration. Um, so all of our services are there as little or as much as they need, um, all the way up to 24-hour care, and we have hospice that comes right on site. Wow. And I know that you have been a very um, uh, generous community supporter mm -hmm. of other organizations. You make your facility, you, uh, um, you open it up to other groups to yes. have events. And I, I just think, and I know because in my previous life, um, I, I actually had events up there. Um, and it, it's a wonderful way to be a partner in the community and also a way to show people this is what we can offer should you have a loved one um, or even making your own plans down the road and thinking ahead. Now, I want to zero in a little bit on the memory care part. Mm -hmm. Tell, what when, when you hear that term, memory care, there's all kinds of, um, I guess, diagnoses, if you yes. will. What is the difference between, say, an Alzheimer diagnosis, a dementia, or is Alzheimer part of dementia? So, yes. Yeah, so there are over 70 types of dementia, and Alzheimer's is just one of them. There are many different types, and every single one of them is different. Interesting. Yes. So how come Alzheimer's is the one we hear about all the time? Do because you... I think it's just the most popular name, to be quite honest with you. Uh, um, okay. There are just, you know, there is um, Parkinson's-related dementias. There's alcohol-related dementias. There's Lewy body dementias. There's just so many. And each one presents with different types of um, symptoms. Oh, okay. So, and that's what we specialize in. We have programs in place. Um, and it takes a very special, educated person to take care of somebody with these horrible diseases. Sure, absolutely. Um, and that's what we specialize in. Wow, and a lot of um, compassion and, and patience, I would think, because absolutely. you're seeing behaviors that might not have been 
typical of that person previous to that is absolutely true absolutely true Um, behaviors come out of nowhere you know we've had some of the most docile people become you know argumentative and you know just not themselves right well, we're we're very we're very fortunate to have these services right here in Waterbury. And so, if you are um, somebody that either has a loved one, mm-hmm. or um, you know maybe you're planning for yourself, maybe you know having a, some assistance in your day to day functions, right. what are the first steps? Because I right. know personally in our family we have uh, a loved one that you know is elderly, and right. it's daunting. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And anytime anybody has something like that, they're more than welcome to call me um, as a resource. Um, We work very closely with the Western Connecticut Area Agency on Aging. We work very closely with the Alzheimer's Association. Um, We run Parkinson's support groups. We have education every single month. So there are just so many different services that we could offer on site. We also offer adult daycare. So for those people that just need a little break, even one day a week, they can bring their loved one to us. So there's there's just so many different. Wow, services. that's a whole yeah. wide range of services. Mm-hmm. It truly is. It truly is, and it's it's unfortunately it's needed. Yeah. Well, our population is aging, really and we're is. living longer, and that's one of the reasons why we partnered. Um, you know, when we came up with. Uh, the idea for the second act series and I was inspired by meeting a woman who's actually an Ollie member mm-hmm. Nancy Schuler, and I met her and she just blew me away and in, in long story short I said to Frank Tavira our CEO what if we put together a series of stories by people what, what are they doing in that second act of their life and and so that's how the second act series was born and and I reached out to you not too long ago and said you know, it seems to me there's some synergy here, and we could perhaps partner. And you came right on board and said absolutely as a sponsor. And we're so excited, and we're going to announce toward the end of this broadcast this morning the people in our second act series this year. And I, I just want to say thank you to you for 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 seeing the value in um, what we're doing with that and how we can work together because. I mean, collaboration, as Fiona said earlier, um, is so important today. And as we as we age, we want to show people that okay, so there there may come a time when things change, but right now, whatever your right now is, you can do something that you dreamt about or you're passionate about or want to share. And that's what the Second Act Story series is about. So thank you for your support. You're welcome. You're welcome. And that's, you know, we see that when people are coming to us, they're on to their next act. Yes. You know, we have one resident that, um, you know, he had a job totally different. He he does cooking demonstrations for our residents. We have oh my gosh. Um, a new a new lady, Waterbury Hospital, or excuse me, St. Mary's Hospital. She was actually a nurse, graduated St. Mary's Hospital, went on to become a nun for 27 years left that, got married to a man with nine children, and now she's coming on to her fourth act. Oh, so my goodness. There's just so many different things that well, you, you know see. What? That is interesting to me <laughs> because we may have to do something with yes, that. We yes. may have to do a special second Absolutely. act night at the village. Absolutely. That would be wonderful. We I have- love that idea. Mm-hmm. Randy, thank you. I mean, I know we have to take a break. I know we have to move on, but... I- 
we're going to pursue that idea. Thank you, Sherry. It's my pleasure. Well, it's Thank a pleasure you. to have you. Thank you. You're welcome. And you're listening to Your Palace, Your Place, presented by the Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut. And we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk to someone who should be familiar to you um, after these messages. And we're back with Your Palace, Your Place, and I'm here with somebody special to me <laughs> and um, it is somebody who you, was on with us before we took our summer hiatus and that is Angel McLaughlin Murray so welcome back thank you Sherry so I glad think, to be here I think you're becoming a co-host oh really yeah well, well there's another there. idea <laughs> <laughs> but Angel is here um, as many of you uh, probably know Angel was our final presenter in our second act series that um, she was our presenter in June. So that was the final um, presentation in the first year series. We're going to be announcing our upcoming 1920 series uh, during this broadcast this morning. But Angel is here wearing another hat today, and that is representing the sponsor uh, of second act, or one of the sponsors this year, and that is Peak Physical Therapy. So. Angel, thank you. On behalf of um, Second Act in the Palace, thank you and Keith Havmeyer, who is the owner of the practice, and uh, you're, you're his spokeswoman today because he's doing something that embodies his, I'm looking for his logo, but the logo for Peak shows somebody, or shows a mountain peak. A mountain, yes. And that is exactly what he's doing right now, isn't uh, it? He He's in Iceland right now and, and doing probably doing some sort of climbing. Or, climbing, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think that's kind of interesting, but... Um, so, but you're here um, as his spokesperson because you also work at Peak. And what do you, what, what, I know, I know what you do at Peak, but tell the audience what, um, what Peak's all about and, and your role there. Um, well, I'm actually employee number one. I came on um, when they first opened and um, Keith reached out to me and I've always just kind of, loved his um, ideas and the kind of wanted this mom and pop feel and um, really cares about patients and getting people better and and I wanted to be a part of that um, so I started out kind of helping out at the front desk and I'm now the billing manager and I also um, run the fitness program over there because we want people to continue to get better even after they've been discharged and I think that's a wonderful wonderful um, part of what what peak is all about and that's how i came to know you actually um as a physical therapy patient first and then knowing that you had offered classes um because we have some mutual friends so um I, that was very attractive to me and that has been a godsend and you know the thing is with our bodies too i don't think our i don't think our bodies always um uh, you know, listen to our instruction, if you will. I mean, we can go for physical therapy and we can get that immediate problem, hopefully, in a better place. Um, but we need to keep it moving after that. And even some days, you don't feel like keeping it moving, let's be honest, or you have an ache or a pain. But it's so important to keep moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and just as a, a another part of that, even before the fitness program, all of our, our therapists are wonderful and they don't just help you get better. They also help to teach you what you need to do when you're no longer there and, and give you home exercises so that you continue 
you know, to get better on your own. And our, our motto is that we're we're here for you. And hopefully not be re-injured or at least you learn to move in ways that are, I know that uh, you're, you're in my head every day when mm-hmm. I'm walking, when I leave the parking garage at the palace and park to come into the into our offices, <laughs> I'm always belly button in, belly button in when I walk. And I know by doing that, I'm helping my core, which is helping my, my skeletal system support my body and be able to continue to move the way I want to. I don't want to be my mother who, you know, at, a, at a, what I consider a younger age, became very sedentary. I don't want to be that person. And the only way to do that is to, you know, start taking care of this body. So, you know, in having met you and Keith and the and the folks at Peak are fabulous. If you're looking for a physical therapy practice, I couldn't recommend it more highly. Um, but also, Keith and the staff there. But I have to credit Keith when I when I approached him last year and said, "Hey, we're going to be doing this um, series at the Palace Storyteller Series about people doing some amazing things in the second acts of their life. Would you be, you know, a sponsor?" and and this had nothing to do with you, by the way, being this, those two things were so separate. I mean, because I had a different relationship with you at that point, and I knew where you were headed, but, and why I asked you to be a second act presenter. But, um, and Keith was like right on board. He said, I like support. He, this is what he said to me. I wanted to support the palace. And I said, yay, Keith, thank mm-hmm. you. But he also said, but I like the whole philosophy behind this series, and I endorse it and support it. And so that, to me, spoke volumes. And it, and he re-upped. So he's a sponsor. You know, Peak is, again, a sponsor, and, and it's so appreciated. I mean, we're, we're, we're thankful to the Connecticut Community Foundation, which gave us the initial seed money. And Peak was on board as a sponsor as well. And now, you know, we're off and running. And, you know, I just feel like this is an idea whose time has come. We're seeing so many things that speak to this same thing, just talking about Ali and the open house here. So I think we're all on board because we all want a better a better life after a certain age. And the only way to do that is to keep our bodies and minds active, engaged as long as we can. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. Um, I, 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 I'm actually kind of inspired being here right now because I'm about to turn 50. And so this Ollie program is <laughs> right up my alley. Um, but yeah, I, we love being, um, a sponsor. We love our community. We love Waterbury. Um, you know, people say negative things, but I tell you what, there's a lot of heart here, and yes. I love that being part of a of a business that's here in Waterbury and helping the community, and I I, I just love it. Yeah, well, we love you, <laughs> and and we're so appreciative of you know Peak and you know uh, their uh, support uh, this program as well as I know that you know there's people on the staff Keith and yourself who support many of the programs at the palace so um, we thank you for that as well oh, totally our pleasure all right well we um, and thank you for coming down this morning and standing in for Keith who's climbing those mountains in Iceland and um, we are going to take one last quick break and then I'm going to bring back somebody well actually I'm going to bring back two people now because I see somebody who I have to have on. (laughs) So stay tuned and find out who that is. 
And we're back with your Palisher Place, presented by the Palace Theater in wonderful Waterbury, Connecticut. And the person I was alluding to that we had to um, give some airtime to... <laughs> Thanks. was actually the person who's most important at the Palace Theater, and that is our wonderful CEO, Frank Tavera. Well, good morning, Sherry, and thanks for giving me the time. It's very <laughs> sweet of you. <laughs> I, was in uh, the, yeah. I, was, I was in the neighborhood, so I thought I'd yeah, stop at that. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. we are broadcasting live, by the way, if you're just tuning in, from the open house for the OLLI program at UConn Waterbury, and OLLI stands for the Osier Lifelong Learning Institute. And um, we were uh, given the opportunity to be here while they're um, telling everybody about all the classes um, coming up this semester. And as one of the things we're going to talk about um, before the show is over this morning is we're going to introduce uh, all of our second act storytellers for oh, the coming oh, oh we're going to introduce oh, them no, announce we're, we're going okay. to announce them yeah. and we have one of them with us but before we get to that part of our program frank why did when i came to you when i tell this story all the time i said <laughs> so frank i think we could put a little series together here what do you think you and you you said yes and i wasn't sure you were going to say yes well, why I, did I, you say I, yes? i've heard many of your harebrained schemes before <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, quite honestly. But uh, uh, but no, I thought when you when you presented the idea of this, and perhaps because I'm approaching that um, phase of my life in second act, honey, you're was, already yeah. there. <laughs> no, I'm approaching. I don't care what you say. Um, no, but when you when you talked about the idea of individuals who are kind of hitting that point in their life, and they find that you know second portion of it where they want to either do something more exciting, give a little back, or just change it up to make their life exciting and more fulfilling, I couldn't. It resonated very much to me. I mean, I have uh, I have parents um, and in laws who are aging as well, and I'd see like the value of or the value that um, you know keeping active, keeping engaged, doing something you're really passionate about um, in that second part of your life. Uh, not to say that the first part wasn't but something yeah. a little bit that would show to your soul. Sure. I thought it was a great idea. We know there are tons of people who can speak to it. So I thought this was one that I, I believe a great idea for, um, I think is a mission, is a kind of community effort. Also great for the theater as well. Great programming, um, a way to engage further individuals into the theater in a different format. It's not a musical. It's not a play. It's interesting stories with interesting people like Jack who's sitting next to me. So, yes. Um, yeah. So I think it, it was really a good idea. I'll give you this one, Sherry. <laughs> But I, I appreciated that, and I think, as you just said, what to me was important was a way to engage with the community on another level. I mean, my job is is marketing and public relations officer for the theater. One of the things I take to heart is is bringing people. In, in, drawing them in, in in various ways, whether it's the tours, which to me is just a wonderful way for people to come in, very at a low price point, um, whether it's um, our jazz series, whether it's, and, and ultimately, hopefully, they come in for some of our theatricals Absolutely. and on our main stage and become part of the family, as yeah. we like to say, the familia. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I think that was, uh, 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 this second act series was a way to do that as well. I, I think it tied in with our mich mission so closely. Um, when we look at the fact that we are in a, a center for the performing arts, number one, but a community center. And we, so individuals within this greater community who can appreciate the value and the beauty of that building, first and foremost, um, but in any way that they want, I think that spoke to, um, spoke to our mission completely, whether it's we're educating and entertaining young students or um, entertaining and educating um, 
um, those a little bit later mm -hmm. in, their, in their life. I think it was a perfect kind of bookend. So um, the growth of the program has been phenomenal. Um, the um, roster of individuals coming in on this second phase is amazing. And I think we're only going to see more growth, more engagement. Yes. And for those listeners out there who think they have a compelling second act story, yeah. I think they should reach out because reach we'd, out. we'd love to hear it and, uh, yeah. and see what you're doing and how you're impacting yeah. your life or changing your life. So I think Absolutely. it's wonderful. So. Thank you. And, and so I want the audience that's listening to have a chance and that uh, before we end the broadcast, I'm going to announce who those people are. What's interesting to me is this year, um, well, last year's audience was interesting because we had people from um, New York City, we had people from Litchfield County, we had people from Fairfield County, Ridgefield, down that way, coming to our Second Act series. And this year, some of our presenters are, either, are yeah. even coming from further afield. Um, Jack Levine, who is from... Beacon Falls is with us this morning and Jack Jack <laughs> Jack is somebody who really dearly wanted to do this program and he made it known to me in myriad ways in good ways good ways and but aggressive of, ways <laughs> Jack Jack is somebody who when I heard your story I said this is exactly what, what we're trying to say with this with this series, you you went from using that right side, left side of your brain to right. using the right. right. I get it mixed up. Some but anyway. people say I don't use the brain at all. But. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but, but Jack, you said something to me. Jack is going to entertain us. He's he's done some amazing things. So in yeah. part, as part of his Thank presentation, you. he's going to actually entertain us. But the one thing you said to me that made me say, this guy has to be a part of this series. And that was, you. and I'll let you tell the classes you took in a minute, but you were taking some classes and then you were performing. And you didn't get the response you expected. And I said to you, oh, my God, if that were me, I would be crushed. How... How did you not, how did you not, um, you know, just like, and, and you looked at me and very seriously said, because I wasn't doing it for them, the audience, I was doing it for me, right. and I wanted to have fun. Right. And that's such a beautiful message. So tell the listening audience a little bit about your background and how you got to be a second act presenter this year. Well, thank you for having me, Sherry. Um, I was a chief financial officer for a good part of my career, a serious job, uh, one in which you have to do the right thing, make sure the books balance and all that, and I loved it. Uh, <clears throat> and it took me to age 72 before I finally said, okay, I'll take a chance in retirement. <laughs> I was actually afraid of being bored in retirement. Yeah. Uh, That's not uncommon. Yeah. So uh, I'm 75 now. So over the last three years, I've ended up writing a couple of books. I've been in two plays, going to be in a third shortly. And uh, I've done stand-up. I've done improv. I've done personal storytelling. And I've had a had a ball. I, I, I think uh, at least one of the stories that you had mentioned was I had taken a sketch writing course and there were 12 people in there, all of them in the 20s and 30s, and I'm in the 70s. I was grandpa. And <laughs> I had to write two sketches, five minutes. Both my sketches had absolutely no laughs. And uh, so anyway, I wasn't mortified. I laughed because it, 
I was doing something that I was having fun. I was learning. It was creative. And uh, since the time I actually have had laughs, uh, getting <laughs> well, that's, up, that's yeah, good to know. <laughs> and, and, and getting up on stage, uh, the experience there is the first time I did it. I was number eight of a group of 20. And when the fifth one came up, I was ready to walk out the door and forget about it. But I, I thought, well, nobody dragged me here. I wanted to do it. So I got on stage, got a few laughs, had a ball, and I've done that about a half a dozen times. Uh, I, I just think that's wonderful because most of us do things in life. Some of us are very fortunate. We do things we're really passionate about, and we right. get to that opportunity. Some of us do things, you know, to survive and make a living, and we have obligations. But to be able to somewhere in your life do something, and for many folks, that isn't until that retirement age. And then they they stop, and like you said, you were scared to retire because what right. now? What am I going to do? And you went from being the bean counter kind of guy in about, you know, right. very specific details to totally on the edge doing stand-up and, you know, um, script writing and, you know, using that whole other side of yourself, your creative side. And I think people are very surprised when they, when they get that opportunity and end up doing something like that. Like, this is coming out of me. Where did this come from? And what a what a wonderful surprise! Well, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, get told what they ought to be in, in, early in their life. Oh, you're a very serious person, and, and so you you almost embrace what other people think of you. Mm -hmm. uh, in retirement, you your success could be just have fun. The journey is is the fun, and. I'm not going to make it on Broadway. I'm not going to be on Saturday Night Live, but I don't care. I'm going to have fun, and, it, and that's how I define it. And, and I was just going to comment that the interesting part is that there's risk all of a sudden, that you're taking on risk, and it's a little bit different. It's a little bit scarier, um, and it would be nice to kind of go into that kind of latter part of your life and saying everything's calm. I know exactly what direction I'm going in, but this is like jumping off a cliff at this point, and, and, but the reward, it's exhilarating and exciting, and the payoff yeah. is there, so I give, I give those individuals who can do this a lot of credit because sometimes it's easier just to be safe. Or it's more, you know, it's you can sit there and be complacent, but to take the risk, to make the leap, and feel the reward—I mean, that's phenomenal. And that's where that's where the excitement comes continues on. I just like to just put a little different spin on that thing, because would you rather be sitting in a chair, falling asleep, and that's your, and then the, the biggest part of your week is taking the garbage out to the end of the street, or would you like to be challenged, have fun, be creative? And what's the worst that could happen? Oh, they didn't laugh or they didn't say something. Hey, as long as you're laughing, as long as you're having fun, I think that's the great point. And for some, it might not even be that agenda, but it might be the time to really give back, to have the time to do something that serves somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's another aspect of this time in life. And, Jack, you and what you and Frank were saying reminds me of, Remember the red hat ladies and, and wearing red and purple? It's yeah. that same philosophy that's like, yeah. I don't need to care. I don't have to impress. I don't have to make anybody love me or like me anymore. Yeah. I'm going to do something that makes me feel good. And if I'm helping somebody else in the process or lifting somebody else 
all the better. And and that's really part of our message well, for second. Well, half. it's a it's a, it's a two it's it's a win-win situation. When you feel good, you make other people feel good. Yes, a- so, absolutely. So how could you lose? It, it's it's the same philosophy of volunteerism, really. Um, you know, you give, but you get so much more in return. Um, I, I want to flip the switch a little bit because I do want to, I've been promising that I would talk about the people who uh, are going to be our presenters this coming season. So I, Jack is certainly, you're one of them. You're Mr. Um, March, Mr. March on the calendar. Look for our calendar, Mr. March. <laughs> so, um, But um, kicking it off is a woman who actually, when I first um, sent out a press release about looking for people for this coming season. She responded to me almost immediately, and I thought, well, how can this person connect with me? And then I realized that on my press release distribution list is Broadway World, and Broadway World posts all of our press releases. And this woman is a Broadway producer who reads Broadway World. And so she saw it, and she said, ah, oh, this is interesting to me. Her name is Pat Addis, and she has... Um, Wonderful credits to her name. You can Google her if you'd like some things like um, there's the title. I don't even remember. Mishka, Misha, Tanya, and somebody. Christmas Story is one um, to her credit that she has real legitimate theatrical producing credits. She's coming in to talk about necessity is the mother of invention in September. What does that mean? Well, she's all about reinvention, and she reinvented herself as a Broadway producer almost uh, close to her, in her 60s after you know running a, a company, a promotions company. But she's going to talk a little bit about that and about the world of um, Broadway theater. So are we running out of time, Jenny? We are. Oh, four minutes. Okay, that's that's easy. <laughs> then um, a, a person I think you'll find very in, intriguing is um, Jillian Celentano. Her presentation is called The Stranger in the Mirror in October. She's a transgender advocate, and she has a compelling, compelling story, personal story. Change in the Blink of an Eye in December is Tanya Dietrich's story, and she is an author, and she's going to uh, talk a little bit about how changing our perspective in the uh, wake of a very devastating and uh, grief circumstances uh, can make all the difference in how we approach life. Listen to your heart in January, Karenna Alexander, a relationship coach. Ladies, if you're looking for love in all the wrong places <laughs> in your post-50, you want to come to this one. Um, things to do when they say you can't is our February presenter, Kate Ketcher. She's going to be uh, doing some presentations, some plays. She's created a theater company, and the topics in the plays are all about life after the age of 50. Laughing out loud with Jack Levine, and I know we're going to be laughing with you in March. The Gift of Rudy, a second chance, Sharon Ruckman, violist and composer. Um, Sharon has a very interesting family story. I have two minutes, so I'm almost done. Be the change. Donna Palumba, Jane Doe No More, an advocate um, for um, anyone who's been the victim of sexual assault is in May and in June is Don't Just Dream It, Live It um, with Rich Sear. And he is an amazing, has an amazing story, um, uh, born with cerebral palsy and just what he's doing in his life now is just amazing. And in November, 
wrapped into this whole big bow is Lisa Lampanelli. Remember her, Queen of Mean Comedian? She's no longer there, but she does have a story to tell. It's called Losing It, and she's in November. If you're interested in our second act series, go to the Palace Theater website, palacetherct.org, where, by the way, you're going to see the whole breath. We've got such a season. Frank, you've done a bang-up no, job this year. palacetherct.org. 203-346-2000 is our phone number. Our box office opens in a minute. And I'll tell you, the first show on our Broadway season, by the way, stay tuned for details about this, is a Bronx tale. And we're going to be we are going to be staging Waterbury's first pizza challenge. Pizza challenge. Who's got the best pizza in Waterbury? We're going to find yeah. out. I thank you so much for being a part of our audience today at this live broadcast at uh, Ollie at Yukon Waterbury. Thank you for um, being a listener. And we're going to ask you to stay tuned for the local news coming up next, followed by Steve Knoxon with Talk of the Town. It's been my pleasure to be with you this morning. And we'll be back with our regular schedule starting in September. Thank you. See you soon.